Welcome to another episode of Inside Vet CX, where together we explore everything customer experience related within the veterinary profession. Give us a quick rundown on my vet Stratfield say. Sure. So we are a three vet practice uh, based about 10 kilometres south of Bendigo uh, in Victoria. We started up about seven years ago. The the idea of providing a, a really high quality service to the, the local area. I grew up in Stratfield say, so I was there as a, as a kid and moved away, went to uni, travelled around a bit and like so many of us do, end up coming back to, to where we started, which was great so yeah we've we've been there the seven years now and grown and developed and uh, are having a, a really great time um, supporting our local community. And so you are smallies predominantly, but um, I know you specialise in avian. Yeah, I'm not a specialist, but my interest is is birds. So yeah, we see a lot of birds in clinic, everything from sort of canaries to, oh, I had an emu the other day. Um, that was it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, my background's um, actually commercial poultry. So I finished uni and then went and worked in the com- commercial poultry industry for, for a long time, nearly 15 years. Came back to dogs and cats and other birds. And emus. Well, occasional emus, thank <laughs> heavens, only very occasional emus. And where did you go to uni, Susan? Uh, Melbourne Uni, yeah, oh. Melbourne grad. Melbourne grad, there you go. Right. Do we ask the year for all these people who want to know? <laughs> Um, I'm a 2000 grad, I, but I should have been a 99. Uh, I should have graduated in 99, but I took an extra year. So, uh, yeah, awesome. <laughs> these yeah. things happen. We thought we'd have the pleasure of getting Susan on Inside Vet CX today because recently, within the last week or so, Susan and the team at My Vet Stratford say achieved out of our customer care insights program the highest and most consistent results for the client experience across all of our practices and clients for the past 12 months so that's a pretty epic result and must have made you guys feel really amazing and i guess it really does show that the client experience really does start from the initial phone call absolutely it, it was such a fantastic thing to share with the team because you know when when you answer the phone you kind of if you're anything like me, you answer the phone with the client and you sort of answer the question that they ask. And what the training and what the program does is really makes us think about, hey, actually, just because they're asking this question doesn't actually mean what they want to know and doesn't mean that we can't tell them more about ourselves in a really nice way. So instead of client ringing up and saying, oh, how much is it to desex my cat um, or, you know, spay my cat, you know, it's whatever the price is and the phone gets hung up. You actually learn to develop a relationship with the client before they even come into the building so that when they hang up to the phone, they say, gee, you know, that was really nice. And even if they, you know, their pet doesn't need to be seen or, or they don't need to be seen straight away, they're going to remember that experience and come back to you. So So people with a really direct personality like I have, it's really made me stop and think about, yeah, I'm answering the question, but I'm actually needing to do more than that on the phone call. So some of the things that obviously you say there are fantastic and so true. Maybe tell us a little bit, if you could, about my vet Stratford, say the journey, I guess, what were you doing? I mean, so VetCX for just over a year now, we've had the pleasure of having you on board. But before that, I mean, I guess, how did you know what your clients were experiencing on the phone? Yeah, I guess coming to VetCX and something that's probably a little bit 
unusual, this sort of mystery shopping experience for, for vet clinics. I've not worked in retail. I've not worked in other areas, but I'm part of a the, the Lincoln Lead to Succeed program. And as part of that, I was really wanting to look at working on our client experience and thinking about how we can do things better to make ourselves and our clients communicate better. I guess that was the, the part of it. And I wanted something that was, you know, quantifiable and something that went on over time because we all know how hard it is to to make new habits. So to implement this training within the team, I wanted something that could be measured to see what our success was like and to be able to to celebrate that, which as it's worked out has been a, a great celebration this year. Yeah, I guess it's just been part of a continual improvement program that we've been implementing in our business and using all sorts of, of different techniques to, to try and provide a, a better, more well-rounded and excellent communication and, and client experience. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the the results, I'm just looking at your results, which you know others don't have the privilege of having a look at the moment. But you know, you started relatively, you know, at, at a good level, but sort of been progressing, you know, quite significantly during the last twelve months. I mean, a lot of the time we hear that it's a real difficult program for for, for practices to pick up because you know we do record the phone call and we do make a phone call as though we're a prospective brand new client, but with a non clinical emergency scenario that we present, the calls are recorded and you know we send them to the nominated person at the practice but a, a lot of practices have some you know concerns about sort of launching that program what was your team like when you told them that you're going to embark on you know the the customer care insights program from vet cx yeah they, they were a little bit apprehensive to start with but they're a great bunch of ladies and we're really happy to come on board and, and give it a try we implemented it with the assistance of of VETA, um, who are our buying group uh, and we had some excellent training from them So it wasn't as if we just went into it blind. I did get some done before. So we'd had some calls from VetCX before we'd had the training to compare then to the the calls afterward. So the girls could actually hear after they'd done the training, some of the calls they'd done before and think, actually, you know, we really didn't do such a great job and we can do a lot better than that. So that was really good. I think having had that month or, you know, just a few calls beforehand to compare back um, and to allow them to, to get used to hearing themselves on the phone. We're also a little bit odd in that we don't have dedicated receptionists at MyVet. So all of our, well, a majority of our team rotate through our reception. So we had to train the whole team to be able to pick up the calls. It wasn't just like there were two or three ladies that answer the phone all the time. And that was good because it meant everyone had to do it. Uh, and that included me. So I actually did the training as well, just to see what they were being trained in and to make sure that I could help them with more advice as well if they needed it. Yeah, a great consistent approach. And I think you touched on, you know, setting a benchmark when you set out or embarked on the program, which what what's happening. And, and I guess it is that snapshot of what is a client experiencing when they call your practice at any point in time. So the calls do come in randomly. It's not like they come in on a set day or time. I think a great strategy there that you took, which was, you know, get a benchmark before you do anything. So you can see exactly what's happening from there. And you can see month on month, I guess, those incremental increases on the actual overall experience. Now, um, the customer care insights program obviously measures, you know, the welcome, you know, what it's like when the call's answered, what the level of engagement is. 
with the call, how professional, you know, the person sounds, are they focused, creating a value proposition. Probably one of the most important things is asking for the opportunity for the client to come into the practice and then the ability to sort of close with a warm feeling so that client feels like there's a genuine level of care, which of course there is. You're not distracted by other things going on. So, I mean, initially, which sort of areas of those do you think you were probably most surprised on that weren't potentially going so well and and which area did you that you really focused on to get home the biggest thing I focused on is just the simple phrase who am I speaking with I just wanted that drilled into the whole team so and, and nothing frustrates me more than when you know you pick up the phone in any part of life and someone just starts talking at you and you don't know who they are you don't know anything about them so to be able to just have a really nice polite phrase when someone rings the clinic and says you know hi my dog's got this who am I speaking with? And then that just then starts the conversation. Oh, hi, Sarah. It's really nice to speak with you. You know, what's your pet's name? And, and just to develop that initial rapport. And we were terrible at that. That just didn't happen. It just We just sort of launched into the whole, what's wrong with your pet? Instead of actually taking that couple of seconds to actually develop a rapport with the client. And that's been the biggest and best and most fantastic thing that we did because I think it just really cements in you're a person and you are important to us as more than just a sick pet. So if they've, you know, gone to another vet clinic and not experienced that, then one of the great things about the report that comes through the insight uh, is a comparison to other clinics locally and then the national averages. So you can really compare what you're doing with other clinics and say, gee, you know, things have gone really well or, you know, we really do need to work on these particular areas. That's the really great part of the summary report that comes through. Excellent. Now, those reports come through on a monthly basis and we can, at VetCX, direct those reports to your practice manager, the practice owner, and they can do as you see fit with those reports so they're not going to everyone, keeping in mind that, you know, they contain the recording of the phone call. So at my vet, Strathfield, say, how do you approach the monthly report when it arrives in your inbox? I get so excited. <laughs> I really do because I get excited to know how we've gone and what our numbers are looking like. So I'm, uh, we don't have a practice manager. We're, we're, you know, only quite a small clinic and I have a number of senior nurses who have little individual roles with various things, our trainee and, and more junior nurses. Um, so I uh, receive that email each month. Um, I open it up. I have a look at the, the numbers and then I have a listen to each of the calls. We discuss the report in general at our staff meeting. Uh, so we have staff meetings each fortnight. So at each, every second staff meeting, we'll, we'll discuss what's happened with those last ones. But the actual recordings themselves, I share only with the person who is recorded. So if one of my team, Georgie, for instance, has had a call, then I will email her the report. I'll email her her own call recording and then I'll make some comments in the email and then catch up with her about a week later face-to-face -face and just, you know, over coffee or whatever at, at morning tea or at lunch and just say, hey, you know, did you have a listen to your call? You know, what do you think? Have you got some some feedback that you think you can do better on that next time or what areas do you think you need to work in? And because of the way the calls are structured, we don't know when they're coming in and the girls will often say, I reckon I got a call. I reckon that was one of them. And most of the time it's not. So um, the calls really aren't that easy to pick. It's not as if you know VetCX on the on the end of the phone and not a genuine client. So that's been a really good part of it is that, you know, anytime anyone can get a call and they're prepared for that. 
often practices will say that two or three times a week they will hear the team say oh i think that was a mystery shopping call and of course you mm. know one call per week comes in so of course they can't all be but you know i guess it's a bit of a fun culture that you can create around that around you know making sure that everybody's on the ball with every call is there a bit of fun banter within the practice around oh lots of competition lots of competition <laughs> Excellent. who can who can get the best numbers for sure yeah so they 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 really do want to do well and we haven't incentivized it as such so I haven't provided any additional payments or anything for anyone um, although we had a had a really lovely morning tea cake and catch up uh, when we won the, the the big award this this year so that was something really exciting for all of us. So a fun culture around the customer care insights is sounds like what you've done there. I mean, one of the things here is that this is what I guess a lot of practice owners or managers sort of hesitate around in, in, in launching is because they wonder whether or not, you know, the feeling is like it's a big brother approach or it's, you know, they're going to be in trouble for a poor result. I guess, can you say anything to them for those who are on the fence at the moment going, you know, is it a good idea or isn't? I mean, you've managed to do that and, and you know, install where, you, you know, you're sending the recording to the individual person and that means that you know there's no risk that someone else is going to listen to you know if they had an off day and had a fairly less than average phone call that their colleagues are going to be listening to the call but I mean what would you say to those who are are considering and not real sure what what the team will make of it? Yeah I guess our internal clinic cultures are pretty positive one which has helped with these sorts of things and people do have off days I remember one call one of my team who's normally fabulous dropped the ball entirely on the call and it was awful and I I said to her you know are you okay this isn't like you do you remember this call she says yeah I remembered the call and it was the first call that she took immediately after a very good um client uh, with a lovely pet that we'd looked after for many years she'd actually assisted in the euthanasia of that pet so her head just wasn't in the space and she shouldn't have answered that phone but you know two phone lines rang at once and she just picked it up um so I guess understanding and empathizing when when things don't go as well as as they should and it was like wow okay I understand I'm really sorry that you had to had to take that call at that time um how can we change things to make sure that doesn't happen again so when things go wrong just to be empathetic about it I guess trying to just make it as fun as it can be and that this is so that we're really focusing on the client make it about the client not the staff I suppose about providing the best quality service that we can to our our clients communicating as well as we can and not focusing on the staff member probably would be be one of my big recommendations yeah I think that's great advice and I think you've done a sterling job. I mean, to come, you know, in the last 12 months and deliver the results that you have to be the leading practice out of Australia and New Zealand, you should be very proud of yourself. So well done to your team. So I would say that you've mentioned some other people in there, such as one of the major groups, which is Better. Um, sounds like you had some help with them along the way. It's not all sort of one one thing ticks all boxes. I think it sounds like you've really tapped into some resources there to be able to deliver this result as well. There's loads of resources out there um, and more and more coming on board all the time. All these things cost money, but I really see it as an investment in our people um, and we all know how hard it is to get great people and once you've got great people, you don't want them to leave. Do these investments in our in our training, 
making sure we're setting up the programs properly and not just, you know, dumping people into into these sorts of training, you know, trying to get people's input into the training, people's input into the program, you know, what do they think is going to go well, what what are they worried about, um, having those open discussions is, is really important. And there's just so many resources out there to make our businesses as fantastic as, as they can possibly be. You've done an awesome job, Susan. So well done. And one final thing: what is it? How would you sum up the Vet CX Customer Care Insights Program? It is great value for money. We get really good feedback on what our clients hear from us, and and that's really hard often to. Well, you can't measure it yourself. It's something I think that has to be an external measure and and is independent. And I think if your team can be brought on board and see it as a, a really positive thing and, and a little bit of a competitive edge between them, as well as between the other clinics that are involved in the uh, in the program, then it can only be great for your business. It's it's just been fabulous, and and we've really enjoyed the process, and and we'll continue to to use it because I think it just continues to reinforce how important the client is to us and that we need to understand what they're worried about, what they need to know and to do it in a way that that is easy for them to understand and, and communicate as well as we can because everything's just getting so so much more complex all the time and this whole program just breaks it down into, you know, the, the five key areas that we need to focus on to make sure the client gets a great experience. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Inside VetCX, where we explore everything customer experience related. Make sure you check us out at vetcx.com.au or on social media, and we look forward to catching you next time on Inside VetCX.